0: Go beyond the superficial, go beyond the noise, and Hype delivers business knowledge gained from developing and manufacturing hundreds of products, working with high-growth entrepreneurs from all over the world. Focus skills and passion into innovative ideas, take control, become the engineer of your own life, transform product ideas into business realities. This is Hype. Transform product ideas into business reality. My name is Callie Keen, and this is End Hype. Are these potential collaborators or potential parasites? On this week's episode, we're going to continue our conversation around collaborative growth. I want to share with you part of the information that I cover in my group coaching and my one-on-one coaching, and I want to talk about creating that one relationship that will change your life and change your business. I think of it like this there has never been in the history of humanity a massive successful growing business it's it's never happened it's never been built without collaboration without other people without communicating and working together as a team it's easy to understand that we could create one relationship where the reach and the influence of that person the quality of their ideas the quality of their resources what they can do with our brand would take whatever we're trying to do to the next level that it could double quadruple 10 X, however you want to dream it. It could seriously impact whatever it is that you're trying to do. I don't care if that's a product business or any other type of project that you're trying to do. There is someone out there that their involvement would radically alter what your outcomes are. So if we know that no business has ever been created No reasonably sized business has ever been created without some type of collaboration. And we know that this is one thing that could massively improve your results. Why are we not putting the pieces in place to create inevitability? Why are we not putting a plan of action together to make sure that eventually it's gonna happen? Well, that's what we're talking about over this series. So in the last episode, I gave a broad overview I gave a simple blueprint for addressing collaborative launches or collaborative growth. So I don't care if you're thinking about launching a product, thinking about launching a new product, or you're thinking about, hell, I got to grow this business that I have because it is stalling. It's stagnant. Ad prices are increasing. I keep sending email after email. I'm posting on social media a couple hours a day. I'm appearing on all these podcasts. I still don't know what to make. I'm still hoping every day that people buy. Sometimes they buy, sometimes they don't. I have a lot of uncertainty in it. I'm trying to show you a new channel, a new way to do this, that the most successful businesses on earth have taken advantage of, and that all the smart businesses do with intentionality. They do it on purpose. And I want to share some of the strategies and secrets that I have personally used, that I currently use, and that my clients use. So, That's why we went over that broad blueprint. And today we're going to dive in to just how to make that list, how to make a list of even five people that you would want to collaborate with, five people worthy of collaborating with, and that could take you to the next level. So, just a little aside, here's a story. Lots of people listen to podcasts or they see some of my social posts, or I've spoken with them about a version of this strategy and I've seen them implement it, whether it was with influencer boxes or teaming agreements, and they've put it out. Yeah, and some have achieved ridiculous results, absolutely phenomenal increases of reach, huge growth to their email lists, to their social presence, to their brand influence, all that good stuff. But some of them, basically nothing happened. And they messaged me to ask why. And I look at who they've collaborated with, and they've collaborated with who they could easily make that deal with, not with the person that would take them to the next level. They didn't evolve into an opportunity. They took advantage of an opportunity that was already available to them. They collaborated with a peer. They collaborated with somebody that has less reach than them. I mean, that's great. That's what normal business kind of looks like. And that can work as a normal means of business, but it certainly won't take you to the next level. It will just sustain you at where you are. Worst case, if you just take advantage of whatever opportunities are available, you're gonna pick somebody That is terrible for your brand. It's going to ruin your brand. It's going to ruin your reputation. It's going to do less than nothing. It's going to be a detriment. It's going to be a negative for you. So we want to make an actual list. We want to, in our further steps, take actions to put ourselves in the right place to evolve, to become the right kind of person, business, brand that's worthy of being collaborated with somebody that can change our life, change our business. Not somebody that can just put out a social post or two. It's not going to do anything. This whole process won't work. It's called dream 100. Or if you want to pick less people, dream five. It's not called settle five or settle 100 or settle 20 or just eh, whatever list of people. It won't work. So here's a very simple tip. Just starting out, create a list of dream collaborators that actually matter. They matter to you and they matter to your audience. And if you're having a hard time figuring out who this is, I know I say this almost every episode, but this really is one of the hacks. This is one of the secrets to everything. If you're unsure, don't spend a bunch of time trying to figure it out, buying market research, doing all that goofy stuff that people tell you to do. Go ask. You have a hyper-targeted customer. You know who your audience is. You should know where they hang out what kind of books they read. You should know what thought leaders they follow. But if you don't, just go ask. Get on a Zoom call with some of them. Ask them if you can just talk to them like a human being. You ask and you figure out, oh, well, these are the podcasts they listen to. These are the people they really respect. This is what they're actually doing on a day-to-day basis. And that can inform what this list is. Worst case scenario, you're going to find some other great people to listen to and to follow. That's tip number one. You should be able to make this list. It's very hard to make a list of 100. Just start out with a list of five. And if you're having a hard time, just go out and ask. So here's another tip. I want people on this list that have audiences, obviously. These people are channels. They have access to an audience that respects them, listens to them. I want that audience to be trained to buy. I don't want them to just have a ton of followers. I want them to have followers that are in a movement, that are in a community, that are taking action And they're purchasing things. And if you think this sounds opportunistic or too much like a capitalist, we are running a business. We're looking for people to collaborate with so they can help us achieve goals. Our current goal that we're talking about is growth. That means access to new customers, customers that we may not have, or a different scale of the type of customers that we have. Customers, not people. I don't want people with followers just because they have a nice butt. I want to collaborate with people who have an audience that's trained to purchase. And one of the easiest ways to figure this out is, do they actually sell something? Maybe they just sell t-shirts. Maybe they have a book. Maybe they have a course or a program. This will tie into the later strategies, the steps that we're going to talk about in the future, because we can become involved with someone if they're already in the flow of e-commerce, of doing business and making money online. We can involve ourselves with them But right at this early stage, it's very easy to see. Yes, they have an audience that listens to them and to their opinion, values them, but also supports them financially. They actually buy stuff. They have an audience trained to buy. Very important. Here's a third tip pick collaborators that are in alignment with your brand's belief. If you have that hyper targeted customer that I keep harping on you to build, to really think about who specifically and what problem are we solving? If you know that and your audience values these people, there should be some type of alignment in what they believe to be true. They don't have to be perfect matches and agree with everything you say. That's some weird, very recent evolution in the way that society works. In general, in the past forever, we didn't have to be in complete agreement with everyone that we valued or were friends with. We could disagree. But on most issues and on certain issues, we would agree On a core belief level, on a values level, very difficult to have any level of alignment when people at their core believe something very, very different. So, again, if you have problems with this, you can just ask. You can ask the people that you're collaborating with, certainly in future steps as you're engaging and involving yourself with them. You're going to learn this on a much better level. But we want to make sure that this person has great alignment to your brand, your brand's message, your brand's mission, and what you personally value. This is important. This is one of the reasons why influencer marketing doesn't work for a lot of people. You become responsible for all the other products that these people rep, what they think, what they post, what they talk about. And that may or may not, usually may not, align with your brand and your brand message. Here's a fourth tip. Really just a reiteration of what... I've said before, these people should be game changers. I might have to mention this in the podcast again. The people that are on this list, and certainly if you're making a list of only five leaders, five collaborators, they should be game changers. They should require you to stretch and grow and become something new, something worth collaborating with. It should require evolution to hit those goals. Organic growth is some odd concept that we don't see in reality. The reality is, is that we change and our business changes. It evolves to achieve goals. You don't just double sales by selling more. You evolve into that opportunity. That opportunity comes along and you're able to take advantage of it because of who you've become, because of the business system that you've built, because of the audience that you have. It's not magic. It's a process. So here's another tip and I'll end it on the tip. So tip five, anybody on this list, whatever they're doing. You should be willing to promote what they're doing for free. If you're thinking, yeah, I'd love to sell this person's course. I'd love to sell their book or be an affiliate for them. That's great. We'll talk about that in later episodes. But this is just an alignment thing. If you aren't willing to communicate in that person's group, if you're not willing to repost, if you wouldn't buy their book, you wouldn't listen to their podcast, you don't care about what they do. Here's a real simple tip. Just cross them off the list. They're not a thought leader to you. Probably not a thought leader to your ideal audience, to your hyper focused, hyper targeted customer either. And even if they were, I'd start to reconsider who you thought your customer was and who you think your market is for alignment if this happens to you over and over and over again. But more importantly, this is just straight up. Why would you want to collaborate with somebody that you don't even agree with, that you wouldn't even repost, that you wouldn't even comment on, that you wouldn't promote for free? Why would you want to be entangled? in a relationship with that person. So just make this list. Let's start with five. Call it a 5X leader list. Make a list of five people that if you were to collaborate with them, they would change your business. Go through those tips. We'll talk about future steps in the next and the next and the next episode. But if you don't care about what that person does, you know, you ask people and they say, hey, have you ever heard of this person? You go and you, you follow them, you listen to their podcast, you watch their YouTube channel, whatever it is and you're like, yeah, I wouldn't share this content out, or I don't like this that much, don't put them on the list. It's just really simple. Don't put them on the list. Authenticity is one of the strongest and most powerful currencies that you can have in this world. So just take them off the list. Really simple. Um, So what's the strategy of actually figuring out who these people are and how to actually get them onto the list? How, How do you make a list of, say, 20, and then cull it down, reduce it down to five important individuals, five high impact individuals. We already talked about the go-to strategy, the unlock for everything, which is ask. So we've got that down. I say it all the time and it still is the answer to the most common questions that I receive on a daily and weekly basis. But here's a second strategy to do this, reverse engineering. I love the idea of reverse engineering because we can find and see success and then we can pull it apart and work backwards so if there is a major conference in your industry, go look at the speaker list. Who's on that stage? Who are on those panels? So for me, for ecom, I can look at e world. I can look at ad world. I can look at any number of the different conferences that are out there. And I can say, well, look, I know half these people. I don't know the other half. It is reasonable for me to intuit. It's reasonable for me to think that, hey, maybe some of these other people are people I should get to know that I should know, I should be following, I should be engaging. So if I want to build my list from five to 20, that would be a good strategy. Start looking at the places where leaders speak and then using that to reverse engineer. These might be people that are important to my audience. Pretty easy to follow. A second simple strategy is once I've followed a couple of these leaders, I can look at their social media. If I'm on Instagram, I look at who they're following I look at their posts and I see who's commenting or who's liked. If you click that like button, it will list everyone that's liked that post. A lot of those top people, because of the way that it sorts by relevancy, the way that Instagram sorts by relevancy, a lot of those top people are also in a very similar industry. They have a similar audience and they're people that you could check out. Then go see, does this person have a book? Do they have a podcast? Do they have something more than just an Instagram account with a bunch of followers? So another really great discovery tool to find out that who's important. And again, if you're confused, you're unsure, you can go and ask the people that you're building in your community. You've joined in the community of other influential people, other thought leaders and say, hey, what do you guys think about X, Y, Z? See who responds. Who cares? It's just a very simple way of creating that list. Now, a lot of people struggle with this. They really, really struggle. And maybe you've heard with Russell Brunson or other authors, the Dream 100 list, the Dream 20. That's why I'm saying just start with five. Just start with five people and let's work from there. In my program, we start with five and we work the community and then are able to develop it and grow it and build it into a larger list. But for the purposes of this series, just start with five. Next week, we're going to talk about engaging, and this will give us another opportunity to start building a relationship and maybe eliminating people off the list. As you go through this process of reverse engineering and asking, your list will get better and better. You'll also be eliminating people off the list until this is honed down. I don't want to give you infinite tasks to do. I want to be very targeted, and I want you to walk away with the one relationship that will change everything for you. So here's a question. What does that look like for you? What are you trying to achieve? Why are we even going through this exercise? Why are you listening to a podcast about growing a product business? Well, first, that's kind of broad. Let's just talk about the impact that this collaborative strategy has had for me. It's meant getting access to completely new industries, breaking into high-tech markets where you can't just call up the customers or knock on the door. It means getting contracts or opportunities to capture contracts that are very, very valuable. But again, I would not have access to them except for through a person of influence as a channel. So that's in the B2B space. That's in the boring government space. That's in the corporate arena. But then in the e world, I've seen the same thing. We know what influencer marketing looks like. We kind of know why it doesn't work for a lot of people, but we can see big businesses use the influence of thought leaders, of famous people, of artists, of designers, of sports players to enhance whatever their offering is, to get people to pay attention, to break through the noise. It works for them, but it works for you. It works for people like me who just, who just have an idea and want to get it out there. We want to share. We want people to enjoy what we have to offer. And I hate seeing people struggle with really expensive and rising ad costs, spending forever writing complex email sequences that have ultra low open rates and conversions, doing all kinds of wacky things that people are telling them over and over again. It just makes a whole lot more sense when we look at this and say, hey, somebody already owns a 20,000, 30,000, 50,000 person email list. Hey, they already have amazing open rates. What if we just do a project with them for them even? What if we just promote what they're doing so we're able to raise our profile, build our authority, get involved in the community in an authentic and real way so we can actually just offer what we have? It makes so much sense and it's so simple and that's why no one does it. But the impact of it is this is authentic, normal behavior. This is the social of why social media exists. This is how building relationships work, bi-directional relationships, real valued relationships and the result of that is inevitability. It is transforming your stalling store into a surging brand. It's transforming your product into a product business. It's increasing revenue, but also getting not just followers, but building a community, raising your profile so you don't have to spend money on ads the next time. And that cumulative snowball effect of actually being engaged with a real community is how you can quickly grow your brand. We're going to keep this conversation going over the next few episodes. We're going to go over how to engage these people with daily action, how to get involved in what they're doing, how to execute projects with them, and then how to take all these successes and amplify it to take it to the next level. Before I go, I am offering a special one-page collaborative growth blueprint at redbluecollective.com slash collab. Download that. It will take you through all the lessons that we're talking about. We talked about last week and we'll talk in the coming weeks and this will help you follow along and get organized and take action on the strategies that I'm just giving away. So if you're interested and you're looking for that next level of growth, go to redbluecollective.com slash collab. You'll be able to download the blueprint and get access to special training that we're going to put out around this topic. Appreciate you. My name is Callie Keen, and this is End Hype.